Welcome to the Winner's Guide to Losing Football Bets. I am your host, Paul. Welcome back, Dan. Hello. Adam. Hello. Aaron. Hi. You know, the one thing I forgot to do was bring everybody's stats from last week. Damn you, Paul. So I know Aaron did. Crushed it. She, she had an amazing She week. was the yes. worst loser. I was. Um, I was worst at losing at football yes. events. Yes. Then Dan. I believe I had nine. I Correct. had 11. Yes. Very well done. And then I believe I had six. Well, at, I think Adam was the biggest winner at losing football bets. And, uh, and yeah, that's par for the course. Yeah. Good job, Adam. Way to go. However, uh, uh, of the six that you chose correctly, were all of those on your uh, High Sierra card? Five of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I had nine correct selections and... Only two of them somehow made it onto, <laughs> onto the card. So that is the challenge. I have no idea what I'm doing, folks. Yeah. <laughs> None of us really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into this week's games, uh, we want to talk about the Thursday night football game and just what we saw. We do. Okay. I'll let you lead it off. That was a question. Oh. We do? We do? We do. We don't All have right. to. Uh, no. Um, I watched some of this game. Uh, not, I didn't sit down and watch it from start to finish. But the one thing I take away from it, and this is also kind of a holdover from week one, is the Eagles do not look as dominant as they did last year. I see some cracks in that armor. I think they are missing their coordinators and some of the players they lost. And uh, they may get it together. Overall, they they don't look threatening as a 49ers fan right now. By the time we play towards the end of the season, that may change. Uh, And then the Vikings, man, they... uh, I feel for our buddy Mike. He was talking about this this is it. They're just, you know, this is it for Kirk Cousins. He was thinking we were... He was talking about potential trades for Kirk Cousins Mm -hmm. to the Jets at some point. I think he's just ready to blow it all up and start over there. I think that's a good thing. I think the the Vikings probably need to do that, holding on to what you have right now when your salary cap situation isn't great. Uh, but I agree. I think the Eagles right now are overrated. They haven't played – I mean, it's only been two games, but they haven't played a clean game of football. And coming off a Super Bowl loss, there's always that Super Bowl hangover for losing teams. Now Cincinnati kind of bucked that trend – last year by getting at least back to the AFC championship game but the Seagulls team it looks like it has a couple of issues uh, against lesser teams I don't think Minnesota is that good and I don't think New England's that good so it'll be interesting to see how they play moving forward you know you uh, mentioned my old DJ name in there what was that Buck Trend the <laughs> country station nice I did not watch the game. <laughs> we were at the Aces game, oh. and they played very well. I think oh, nice. they won 5-1. to one. Well, there you go. Better hey. than the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> Way better. All right, so let's get into the first game we're going to be analyzing. San Francisco at the Los Angeles Rams. You know, one of the biggest surprises from this last weekend had to be how well Matt Stafford played despite Cooper Cup being on IR. Watching the game, it was evident the Seahawks couldn't generate a pass rush to force Stafford to move, which is why it's so important for Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead to collapse the middle of the pocket and get Stafford on the move and force him to make bad throws. 
on offense, I'd like to see San Francisco get Debo the ball as he loves to beat up on the Rams. Even Kittle could use a few more touches, or Juwan Jennings, or Kyle Juszczyk. I don't think this is a close game, and I have the 49ers covering. We are going to be watching the annual 49ers home game in Los Angeles this uh, Sunday. The Rams surprised Seattle and the rest of the league last week, so I'm a little surprised the spread is so big. That's what she said. Pause for obligatory. That's what she said. (laughs) However, the Rams always seem to be trouble for the Seahawks, and the 49ers always seem to be trouble for the Rams. 49ers just have too many weapons on offense. Any one of them could go off any week. I think the 49ers win by 10 plus. And just a little stat to back up my prediction here. 49ers have won eight straight regular season games by a combined 83 points over the Rams. That averages out to just over a 10 point differential per game. Nobody can do that math. No, I just did it. It's right there. So yes, it's a big spread, but this Niners team is <laughs> is gonna um, beat some people this year, and I'm looking forward to it. So I know it's early in the season for this this statement, but the Niners may be the best team in the league right now, and. This is going to be what I believe is a high-scoring game. The Niners will dominate. They will score most of the points in this game, easily covering 8.5. Rams had a surprising victory in Seattle last week, and now they're at home against the 49ers. That you would think would bode well, but uh, this is likely not at all indicative of this week's results. I mean, I've heard the 49ers are really good this year or something. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, my math... Just back has the 49ers winning by six, but the math is less than credible at this point in the season. I'm sure Niners will probably win by at least 14, so I've got the Niners. Next game, Seattle at Detroit. Dan. I just want to say all of you were on the Seahawks jock last week, and look how that turned out for you. (laughs) Don't make the same mistake this week. Seattle travels to face the Lions. For Seattle, both of their starting offensive tackles are out. And guess what? So is that safety, Jamal Adams. He ain't playing. Seattle did sign Jason Peters off the fucking street. I don't know what he's been doing lately, but he's not ready to go. So I don't even know who they have out there playing uh, tackle against this aggressive Lions defense. I think the Lions defense will be able to keep the Seattle offense in check. Just look at it. If they could wrangle Patrick Mahomes, then I don't think they'll have any issue with Geno Smith. Last week, Seattle looked weak, and the Lions held their own against the Chiefs. I think the Lions are going to keep that momentum going, so I am picking the Lions to cover. Lions did have an impressive win last week. Seahawks, not so much. But I think the odds makers are overreacting to last week, as are Dan and Adam. My math has the Lions winning by 18. Uh, Their math has them winning by six. I think we're both wrong. I'm absolutely going to make the same mistake this week. I've got the Seahawks. So Seattle won't make a move after one game. And with 40% of their offensive line injured, it wouldn't do Drew Locke any good to start him now. But Geno Smith just wasn't that good against an average Rams defense. What's worse is Seattle's offense is predicated on running the football. And outside of the first few drives, Walker and Charbonnet were bottled up. A team that benefits playing at home just got throttled and now heads to the hottest ticket in the NFL. 
Detroit has now had 10 days to prepare for this game, but they likely won't be bailed out by drop passes like they were in Kansas City. But defensive end Aiden Hutchinson is licking his lips knowing he's going against backup O-linemen. Detroit needs to get Jameer Gibbs more involved, but should easily cover the spread. Is uh, Aiden Hutchinson like uh, the Walmart Nick Bosa? Uh, maybe Target. Target. Bosa. Oh, well, that's, yeah. a, that's better Classy. than Walmart. Yeah. I think uh, Max Crosby is the Oh, he's Walmart. definitely the Walmart Nick <laughs> Bosa. <laughs> he's got all those tattoos. <laughs> Green Bay at Atlanta. Adam. So the Packers were solid against Chicago, as was predicted. But Atlanta dominated the Panthers. And the odds makers put these teams essentially even. One and a half point spread given to Atlanta. But I think uh, Green Bay is more professional. I think they're more skilled. And I do think they will easily cover one and a half points against Atlanta. Green Bay. Don't have a lot to go on here. Both teams did well last week against weak opponents. Uh, The math has the Packers winning by four. But as I've said, math not credible at this stage. I have the advantage of these spreads coming out early in the week when the Packers were favored, but now because of injuries on the Packers, the Falcons are favored, which means I should pick the Falcons. But with a one-and-a-half-point spread, I think the Packers can pull it out. I've gone with the Packers. Packers, woo. Atlanta has a much better defense than Chicago and will be better at defending the pass. Jordan Love was fine last week, but if the Packers can't run the football again, they will struggle to move the ball. Desmond Ritter is nowhere near as dynamic as Justin Fields, but he understands his limitations and will make smart while uninspiring choices with the ball. Atlanta is fine winning games 17 to 14, and everyone every week should expect a heavy dose of running. I like Atlanta in this game. Um, Looking at this game, you know, I didn't pay a lot of attention to the Green Bay uh, against the Bears. Uh, and I also did not watch a lot of Atlanta against the Panthers, was it right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So just basing it on some of the stuff I've read and, and watched since then, the big question for me is can Jordan Love continue to shine in the spotlight against a better competition this week? This Falcons team could compete for the division given the overall weakness of the NFC South, honestly. However, I just can't pick a team with a coach rocking a porn stash. So I'm going to do something I always hate to do. I'm going with Green Bay. I think, they're, I, 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 think, uh, I think they're actually for real. They're not as strong as they were with Rodgers a couple years ago, but I think they have talent. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Aaron. Why are the Bengals favored in this game? They were destroyed by the Browns last week while the Ravens destroyed the Texans. I mean, granted, it was the Texans, but it was also the Browns. Uh, Like the Packers, the Ravens also have some concerning injuries, and the Bengals' week one game was likely an aberration, but I don't believe this spread. The math says the Ravens are going to win by 37, (laughs) which they're definitely not going to do, but I think they can at least not lose by four. Oh, I've got the Ravens. So Lamar Jackson did some nice things last weekend in a new offense, but we'll still need to build from that performance with missing weapons and J.K. Dobbins. Jackson already trusts rookie Zay Flowers, but getting Mark Andrews back would be huge for this team. The Bengals looked terrible last weekend, but they should bounce back quickly as this offensive unit has a ton of experience playing together. Get Joe Mixon going, and this team will be fine. I'm going with Cincinnati. 
The Bengals' ugly loss to the Browns is not a reflection of this team. They have too much talent and will be in the hunt by the end of the season. Whereas the Ravens have some major injury issues out the gate, and despite the win, did not look great against the Texans. If the Ravens expect teams to fear Melvin Gordon, then they better get a time machine and go back to 2017. Time machine. Time machine! So the Cincinnati offensive line, I don't feel, is doing a great job at protecting the quarterback, but the defense is looking good. I think that they've, they're going to learn from their week one mistakes and bring it this week. I'm going with the Bengals. And finally, Miami at New England. Toa Tungavailoa looked phenomenal last weekend, and I expect him to keep it rolling against a strong New England defense. What I do want to see from this game is a better performance from a Vic Fangio defense who couldn't stop the run and allowed two backs over 90 yards rushing each. The Patriots don't boast the offensive skill players the Chargers do, so they will need to rely on their run game to keep this close, eat up the clock, and limit possessions. In the end, Miami's offense is just too good and will cover the spread. I think uh, I'm going to agree with my good pal, Paul, over here. The Patriots were able to slow down the Eagles last week and almost pulled off the upset. This week, they'll have to do the same thing against the high-flying Dolphins. Belichick may have some tricks up his cutoff sleeves, but I don't think it will be enough with both Hill and Waddle out there. Miami uh, wins this one, and the genius of Mike Daniels. McDaniels? McDaniels. McDaniels, yeah, whatever. The genius of Mike McDaniels continues to grow. Miami's won four straight now against Belichick. This is going to be a high-scoring game, and looking at it from a gambling perspective, a two-and-a-half-point spread with an expected high score usually means that the last team to have possession of the ball is going to win regardless of the spread. They're going to beat the spread. Um, That being said, based on the track record, I'm going with the Dolphins. Patriots haven't been good since Brady left. Tua Tonga-Vailoa still isn't injured. Spellcheck says Tonga-Vailoa isn't a word. Math says Dolphins by seven. That feels about right. Dolphins. Very good. I love it. All right, now let's quickly run down the card. Chargers, three-and-a-half-point favorites over Tennessee. I'm picking the Chargers. Uh, I'm also going with the Chargers. Titans. Titans. Green Bay, one-and-a-half-point favorites at Atlanta. Atlanta. Packers. Packers. Packers, woo. Indianapolis, one-and-a-half-point favorites over Houston. I picked Indianapolis. Texans. Colts. Colts. Detroit. Five and a half point favorites over Seattle. I picked Detroit. Lions. Lions. Seahawks. Tampa Bay. Two and a half point favorites over Chicago. I picked Chicago. The Buccaneers. Dub Bears. Buccaneers. Buffalo, nine-and-a-half-point favorites over the Vegas Raiders. I picked Las Vegas. I am also taking the Raiders. Uh, They're not going to win, but uh, they'll keep it within the ten. Raiders? I have Buffalo. Kansas City, three-and-a-half-point favorites over Jacksonville. I picked Kansas City. Jaguars, baby. Chiefs? Chiefs. Cincinnati, three-and-a-half-point favorites over Baltimore. I picked Cincinnati. Bengals. 
Bengals. You had to you had to choose right now. Yeah, it's no. like you can't change it now. You were, <laughs> we already did this game. Ravens. New York Giants, five and a half point favorites over Arizona. I selected Arizona. I have the Giants. They get right in this game. Cardinals. Giants get right. San Francisco, eight and a half point favorites over the Los Angeles Rams. San Francisco. Thank you for doing the right thing this week, Paul. 49ers. 49ers. Niners. Dallas, nine and a half point favorites over the New York Jets. I selected the New York Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Cowboys. I feel like the Jets are going to be good this season with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> How's that now? What? Uh, no, I've got the Cowboys. Denver, three and a half point favorites over Washington. I selected Washington. Commanders. 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 Miami, two and a half point favorites over the New England Patriots. I selected Miami. Dolphins. 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 New Orleans, three and a half point favorites over Carolina. I selected New Orleans. Saints, baby. Saints. Saints. Cleveland, two and a half point favorites over Pittsburgh. I selected Pittsburgh. I have the Browns. I think uh, they're going to be sneaky good this year. Steelers. Steelers. Man, uh, there were a couple. I'm an outlier on a few of these. I've been an outlier on a few of these. I'm yeah. either going to. But I've be been an outlier on a few of these. No, you haven't, Paul. Or I'm going you to go epically fail. No. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this week's picks. Good luck, everybody, and we'll see you next week. And just remember, don't listen to anything we say. Stay safe.